Hey Hawkeye fans, Chad Leistico and Mark Emmert, and we are here the early morning of Sunday, <laughs> September 16th, uh, as the Hawkeyes have uh, a couple hours ago wrapped up a 38-14 victory against Northern Iowa. Hawkeyes now 3-0 as they complete the non-conference season. Mark, uh, I'd like to just ask you your general thoughts as we uh, start these podcasts. Let's You take it away. Well, I mean, I think it's the game we kind of expected. I think we both picked the four-touchdown win. Ended up being pretty much that. I mean, it was 24 instead of 28, but uh, those late touchdowns were pretty meaningless for Northern Iowa. So uh, really dominant performance by the Hawkeyes, and obviously the good news for fans that everybody wants to see was that I think going to be the offense out of this game because I don't think anybody expected yeah. the defense to be anything other than great because they have been for two weeks, but that offense really got going. I mean, it really got, got going early. Uh, Noah Fant. 99 yards in the first quarter. I think he had 71 coming in on the season. So uh, he seemed relieved. Got his 14th touchdown to break a record for he had a Hawkeye. 41 on the season. Seven catches for 41. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's right. And as long as 11. Quickly. Yeah. Well, on one play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, gets his 14th touchdown with such a such a Hawkeye record for tight ends. And uh, from there, it just got rolling. I actually asked uh, Mikai Sargent about that. And he said, uh, once Noah did that, we kind of all wanted to get in the action. <laughs> so it kind, of, it kind of became contagious. And, of course, he ends up with two touchdowns himself. So That's right. Uh, they really got a lot of guys involved. Didn't miss Kelly Martin and Smith-Marset at all. Uh, we, no. Not that we thought they would. But no. uh, you got to think about what they did here without two of their best players on offense, too. And uh, it, was, it was good to see for the Hawkeye offense that they kind of found a rhythm, and I think they got some confidence. And, of course, it's against a, you know, an FCS team. But uh, mm. still, a win's a win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, why don't we start right there with uh, – you mentioned something there that Iowa did this – they didn't really miss Ivory Kelly Martin and, mm. and uh, Amir Smith-Marset. Seems like that's becoming a common theme this year. They, they play yeah, without right. guys, and you, and you kind of forget yeah. about it. You know, The first week it was the tackles. Right. Uh, last week, Christian Welch was out, mm -hmm. which was kind of a surprise, and, and as was Martin. Yep. And uh, today the Hawkeyes also were missing Cole Banwart right. off the offensive line. Right. Uh, Dalton Ferguson and Levi Paulson ended up playing right guard mm -hmm. tonight, kind of rotating. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I guess this uh, it was something that struck me in the post game that Ferentz said about uh, he was talking about the linebackers and how he was kind of surprised or pleasantly surprised how much depth they've built. Yeah. And the front seven on defense in particular, and especially a linebacker, mm -hmm. uh, he seems very happy with what they've seen from those guys. It just it just that's just the kind of stuff you really want to hear after three weeks because. Mm. You just look around in college football and you see, okay, well, today Wisconsin oh. lost to BYU. Yep. <laughs> Nebraska lost to Troy. Northwestern lost to Akron. Uh, Purdue last week lost to Eastern Michigan. Mm -hmm. um, yet, I, to me, this theme of the week or the day is Iowa just keeps kind of plugging along and I think, as you pointed out, is improving. And mm -hmm. you're seeing signs of improvement from this team right. after three weeks, and that's what you want to hear. Right. 3-0 and going into the Big Ten play, and there's not a lot of teams that can say that. Uh, in the West, I think only Minnesota. Minnesota, right? yeah. Of all teams, yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's been a wild preseason, and Iowa merges unscathed, so good for them. Definitely. Well, why, why don't we delve into um, the passing game in particular and what we liked about it. Uh, obviously, Nate Stanley, uh, his his highest output passing-wise since the Iowa State game last year, right. <laughs> which he needed to throw for four-plus quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today he, he basically didn't after three. Right. Uh, I don't even know if he played after the third. I don't he? think he did. No, he did not. Uh, he ends up 23 of 28 
for 309 yards, uh, two touchdowns. Uh, the numbers suggest it was a really good performance. What did yeah. you think about Nate's night? Yeah, I thought, I mean, uh, I talked to him quite a bit afterwards, um, and he was talking about, he made kind of an interesting observation. Cause I, you know, last week, of course, we, we got a lot of headlines on Kirk Ferentz said, I think he's pressing. And that, of course, oh, yeah, that right. caught a lot of attention. I asked him, were you? Did you feel like you were? And he said, yeah, I think uh, Coach talked to me a lot about this week. He said, you know, hmm. it looks like you're not having fun out there. He said, just go out there, have fun, be, just be you. Don't worry about the outcome. Just go out there and let things flow. Uh, which sounds easy, easy to say, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's what he did. I thought his decision-making, except for that one interception, which he admitted was a bad play, obviously. But uh, beyond that, I mean, the way he, he just always seemed to be checking down and finding the open receiver. Like, I don't recall too many other, other than the interception, any bad throws or bad decisions. And, uh, of course, it helped that they left fan uncovered a couple of plays <laughs> for some reason. But the tempo was good. They all talked about the tempo after the game. You know, once they got in a little bit of rhythm and, and uh, fan made those big plays, suddenly everything was open and they were even, mm-hmm. you know, throwing balls to Max Cooper and Brandon Smith got a couple. And, uh, you know, he's really spread, uh, Mikai Sargent caught one and, and should yeah. have had another one. Yeah. Um, so they, they were really uh, getting a lot of guys involved. And I thought uh, you could tell they were having fun, obviously. I mean, when you're putting up 38 points through three quarters, I mean, that's, that's about as good as it's going to get for this offense. Yeah, I think the Mikai Sargent, just uh, a thought here that's, that ran into my brain, I think the Mikai Sargent, or Makai Sargent, uh, catch I think is the longest play from scrimmage this year for it the Hawkeyes. Yep. 48 yep. yards. Yep. Yeah. So that interesting. Him. Yeah, it yeah. really was. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm with you on Stanley. I I thought he had a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that one mistake, you know, yeah. was kind of weird. But, but it looked like last year a little bit, a little yeah. bit especially early last year. Yep. He did get drilled. It wasn't his fault really that, that early on. Fun. Yeah. On a sack. So and, did a lot of guys. I mean, yeah. you know, Fant goes out early, comes right back. But I'm still really amazed by Nick Easley that when he just got leveled on that one play, and then stuck around. He didn't even leave the field. The next play, he gets a third and five catch. I That's remember. right. Yeah. And uh, he kind of shrugged that off. That's the danger of being a slot receiver, I guess. But uh, <laughs> there are a lot of guys that took some shots today and, and just kept right on playing on offense. Uh, as you and I pointed out, though, I really didn't see any notable injuries. I mean, the, the yep. first drive of the game was like, oh, it was like, oh, boy, here we yeah. go. Because it was no offense all of a sudden. Right. <laughs> And they were moving to the ground. They and were moving the, before that, and that, that pause, and then suddenly they couldn't, you know. And, that and then was the like sack. A sack and a penalty, and yeah. next thing you know, there's third and 22, and they're handing the ball off. Yeah. But uh, what they found in that first drive was the tempo was working until that injury, mm-hmm. and that's what they went back to. Um, and that really, I mean, you could tell that Northern Iowa didn't have an answer for a long time to that. And uh, um, by then it was too late. I mean, once Iowa got up yeah. 21 nothing, you know, this game was over. Yeah, when did they, when did they actually get ahead 21 nothing? Let's see. Um, Late in the first half, yep. two minutes, nine seconds left. So, I mean, it's not like they just jumped out and, yeah. you know, throttled well, them from the Well, that's because the drives are so long. <laughs> that's I mean, true. Every drive was like 10, 10 12 plays. And I'm, I'm almost positive they had two, a two-to-one advantage in time of possession in the first half. I mean, I'm sure they it did, certainly yeah. felt like Iowa had the ball the entire time, um, you know, which, is, which we haven't seen this year at all. So, I mean, the first drive was 92 yards, right? Yeah, that's right. After the Monty Jones uh, (laughs) 38-yard penalty, as I put it. (laughs) Guy holds. He held, uh, you know, kind of away from the ball. Kyle Gronewig makes a uh, kind of a dazzling return, really. And uh, he – anyway, Iowa goes from the 46 to the 8. Anyway, 92 yards, like you said. Very positive there. Uh, Just uh, before we get into the team – individual stats a little more. uh, Team stats, Iowa runs – uh, 81 plays. 50 in the first half. Yeah, that's a st- they 
had a, I think they had 50 all game last year against Wisconsin. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, 545 yards of offense. That's now, a lot. That is the eighth most of the Kirk Ferentz era. Uh, when you read my final thoughts from tonight, you'll see that there are 242 games in the Ferentz era. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's top, uh, what, 5%. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, really you know, almost historic in some ways offensive night. Certainly the highest of the Brian Ferentz era. Right. I mean, right. So he had to be pretty pleased. He I liked the he called a good game. Yeah, I really liked the play calling. A lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of different kind of jet sweeps. They got the yep. wide receiver screen back yep. into the play. Yeah, Gronowick had a nice gain on a run. Yeah, the, you talk right. about? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I thought so too. I thought they were, you know, it wasn't like anything. Wow, you know, like, no, I, it wasn't like West Coast. You know, spread it out. But I mean, there are some wrinkles in there that we hadn't seen yet this year, and, and they were effective every time they ran one of those plays. Positive yards. Well, and it, I just was. As you know, I, my preview column was, I think this is a great game for fans to get going. Yeah. And obviously. That's right. He did. Um, uh, I'm just glad they looked for him more and, yeah. and just used that athletic yeah. mismatch to their advantage. Right. I think, I mean, frankly, I think he's going to be a mismatch for Wisconsin, as, even as good as their defense is. Right. Yeah, he should um, be for most teams. Yeah. Yeah. So that was yep. very, very encouraging to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned Easley's stat line. Uh, no, but so it's, Ten it's, catches. Yeah, 103 yards. Both really, clear highs. Yes, uh, most by Iowa receiver since Keenan Davis in 2011. And beyond that, you know, not much. Uh, nobody had more than two catches uh, in the running game. Torn Young, 14 for 82, mm-hmm. none for losses. Yep, just a real solid workmanlike yep. night. Mackay Sargent, 15 for 72. Henry Guile, Kirk Ferentz kind of had a funny quote about him after Uh-oh. the game, just saying he really doesn't know how to run yet. <laughs> so uh, it's, he's not like those other two guys. Uh, he no. had 10 carries for 24 yards. Uh, and actually, guess who had the second longest run of the night? I think you probably know, unless your head was already in the computer. No. Peyton Manziel. Oh, thir- that's right. 13-yard. There you go. Uh, he's got wheels. Scramble. That's right. Uh, my my I put a nitpick in my final thoughts as well. For the second straight week, no big running plays. Longest run of the night was 15 yards. For Iowa? Yeah. Yeah, that's not good enough for me. No, no. For, for a, a team that ran the ball 50 times tonight against, against an FCS this defense, opponent, yeah. opponent. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So, look at me finding negatives. Well, I mean, it's still, yeah, I mean, it's still a work in progress, obviously. Yeah, and yeah they, they got to be better than that uh, next week for sure. Let's see. What, uh, what else uh, stat-wise? Let's see. Uh, Christian Welch, leading tackler, yeah, with returned eight. to a starting role. Yeah, let's talk about that for a we minute. We were a little surprised yeah, by that. Let's flip the let's flip to the defense for a moment here. Yeah, we thought last week. I think we both did that. Colbert might have won that job. Yeah, uh, with a really good game he had against Iowa State, and then here we find out, come here today, and it's Welch's job again. And Colbert really didn't play at all till very late. No. Yeah. So that, I thought that was interesting. It was not a rotation at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You know who was kind of invisible today? Amani Hooker. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't really notice him. Did you? Yeah, no. Two tackles. Yeah. Anyway, that's okay, I guess. Yeah, they they weren't really going downfield much. Yeah, yeah I guess I don't know. They didn't run many plays. <laughs> Northern Iowa. At one point in the third quarter, they had twenty three plays for twenty two yeah, yards. This, I don't think this is a very good Northern Iowa team. I must say that. They were they didn't seem very good on either side of the ball. <laughs> I mean, Iowa made them look bad too, but yeah. Well, I don't think they made the right decision to start. Yeah, that quarterback. They might have started the wrong quarterback. Yes, yeah. they yeah. did. Yeah. 
<laughs> maybe for the second straight week. Yeah. Uh, you know, because oh, right, Zeb yeah. Nolan had a great game for Iowa State today and right. they lost. I mean, yeah. I don't know if great is the right word, but. So maybe, um, maybe Wisconsin will start Hornybrook. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, AJ Epinesa picks up yet another sack, gives him four on the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the oh, team high. That was a great play by Golson. First on that, though, I think yes. flushed that quarterback out. Yeah. yeah, so that was kind of a free sack for him. But, <laughs> but Epinesa did have a really good game. I'm yeah. looking forward to looking at that on DVR. Um, how about uh, just real quick, Michael O.J. Mudia ends up with yep. a, a really nice interception. Yep. But, again, I'm going to nitpick. He's the one that gave up yes. that 40-yard pass. Right. Late, and the, he, I mean, the first-team defense was in there midway through the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was, that was a little odd. I didn't really care for that decision. I guess they were going for the shutout. They were. Think, that yeah. was what a lot of the guys were saying. Okay. They really wanted the shutout. And they did, they did not get it. They thought they had it, or not. maybe not the shutout, but yeah. uh, when Gervas got – Gervas knocked that pass away on yeah. third and goal from the, the 12. For interference, yeah. Very late flag on pass interference. Yeah. I don't – I didn't see the replay close enough to it know. It looked like a good play to me from the naked eye, but – A good play or a flag? Uh, no, a good play okay. by Gervas. I thought that's what I thought when I saw it, but, you know, it's going to happen. DVR Monday lead. Iowa yeah. was robbed of shutout. <laughs> Stupid reps. <laughs> um, you know, Iowa's uh, pass protection was not great today. That was one of the things Ferentz kind of nitpicked really? in his post game too. We're kind of looking for little things yeah. now, obviously. That's interesting because I actually thought Stanley had time most, you know, for the most part. Well, you know, Ferentz is an offensive line guy. they yeah. got to find something. Cut block? Did that come up again? I did not. Oh, my goodness. I know. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. <laughs> He'll bring it up Tuesday. Of course. He'll lead with it. <laughs> um, how about some uh, three-word headlines, and then yeah. maybe we can go some big-picture thoughts. Let me sure. get my phone out. Why don't you talk about something while I, while I call these up? Well, Anything I'm going to talk about Brady Ross, then, if you're going to get a free opening. Please because, do. <laughs> uh, Iowa went for it on fourth down three times. I know in the first half three times, but I, I stopped watching in the fourth quarter. i got to confess I was writing. but And uh, they, got, they converted all three. But I, by far the most impressive one there was the Brady Ross somersault for three yards when they needed one. And then pretty soon, two plays later, I think he – or maybe it was three <coughs> plays later, he's catching a 10-yard pass to pick up another first down. So Versatile. Two touches for Brady Ross, two first downs. I think that was the same stat he had last week too. <laughs> I really don't know why you would go to anybody else on fourth and short from now on. Brady Ross, he's the guy. All right. we, we definitely have to request him this week. Yeah, he's a good quote too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just as a reminder for interviews. It doesn't mean we get them, but a lot of times on Tuesdays we yeah. like to try to mix up the guys we look for for interviews. Right. Uh, all right, well, let's do some three-word headlines and then maybe some – let's look ahead to Wisconsin. I think yeah, it's, that's, it's a fair point to use a little bit of this time to, exactly, to do that. Exactly, that's been the game all September um, we've been looking forward to. Exactly, yeah, game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama Hawk, uh, Panthers play dead. <laughs> Too harsh? Uh, I mean, they, they were not good. <laughs> no, they were not. Yeah. They were not. Uh, I'd be surprised if they make the FCS playoffs, to be honest. It does honest. not look like a good team to me. Not that I know anything about the FCS yeah, playoffs. but I've, I've covered a bit of that. It doesn't look – just I don't, they got right. problems both sides of the ball. I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, now, a little side note real quick. A.J. Epinesa, when I talked to him afterwards, said he thought this was the best offensive line that they've played all year. Really? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That is, yeah. I mean, Iowa State was not good. No, but Northern Illinois was supposed to have a pretty good one, actually. Yeah, but, but they did not turn out to be very good. No. Interesting. Yeah. So just take take note of that. Hawks ended up with three sacks tonight, by the way, mm-hmm. 12 for the season on pace for breaking 30 still. Um, Hawkerella, a fantastic win. Ah, I wrote a story just about Noah Fant. He's going to love it. 
Oh, what? Tell us about. Uh, yeah, let's hear more from Noah Fan. What was the biggest? What was the best thing you put in your story on him? Well, I thought I just thought it was interesting that uh, um, they they all said that the, like the game plan was not to go to Noah Fan. Mm-hmm. That was just there, but I still I'm not quite buying that because it just seemed like there was a real concerted effort. Let's <laughs> get this guy the ball. He's our best playmaker, and they did like they had three long passes to him in the first quarter. Yeah, you know, all of them like 20 yards or more. And uh, that, I don't think that was an accident. I, I think I really do think they wanted to like let's get this guy back because I mean we all know he got benched last week. Let's just call it what it was mm-hmm. in the third quarter, and so I think they just needed that for his confidence i think really just to get him back in the group because he had not looked like himself the first two games and uh suddenly today he was the Noel fan we saw most of last year so yeah um so i thought that was i mean i think they need him to well be, yeah to beat the better big tens i mean they, they yeah. can say that you know like stanley told me like we can't just focus on one guy i mean that's not gonna be great for our offense so i'm like yeah. well but the one guy is a pretty good guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> if this is the one guy i mean i mean was, yeah. go ahead you know, yeah, and uh, right. uh, so I thought that was, I mean, probably the best sign for the offense that could have happened tonight would, was that connection those two guys had mm-hmm. because uh, they're going to need that. Yeah, uh, good headline there. Obviously, I had a few play on words with fan. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll get to some of these other ones. Uh, Stuff and Things podcast says passing is fun. <laughs> it was kind of fun was, to see him move the ball in the yeah. air. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of those throws too, like you said, were real crisp. Seemed mm-hmm. like they were on target. I didn't yeah. see a lot of guys lunging for balls. There was no. a few, but right, the fat fourth down catch. Yeah, no. maybe he tried to aim that one. <laughs> um, Kluver says, "I don't think it's Tyler Kluver." Mm. Says at I am Kluver. Who knows? Could be related though. Yes. Says official state champs. Yep. Yep. So yeah, obviously <laughs> that's uh, need them both. That is the 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 case, I guess. Um, where was it? There's one related that I should call up here. Oh, yeah. Translucently Pale Tavern Hawk <laughs> says, we want Drake. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I bet Drake would take that game. <laughs> Sounds like Drake is just eager to play some Power 5 team. Uh, it's Showtime, says Hawkeyes win exhibition. Hmm. All right, now let's, I'm going to get your thoughts on this one. Jason M. Solis says, 7 and 5. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a pessimistic turn. Yeah. Didn't wonder, expect that, did you? I, I did not. I wonder what he's basing that on. Do you th- I mean, do you think 7-5 and five is... I'm thinking 9-3 and three now. Yeah. We talked about that. I had him 8-4 and four before the season, but I had him losing to Iowa State, so now i got to go. I'm not changing. I, mean, I think they're going to be like the 9-3 and three team. That's the ceiling. I mean, the floor to me. Mm-hmm. This schedule's breaking really well for them. Well, yeah, year. and then I wrote in my picks preview... I said, "Wow, look out! You know, Maryland, maybe they're for real." Yeah, and they, like that could—that's starting to look like a tougher game. Yeah, and they lost by twenty-one at home to Temple yeah. today. So, but Indiana, yeah, right. Yeah, maybe they're a team to look at. Yeah, that was I, one I picked as a loss. Yeah. I thought it was—I almost second-guessed myself on that, but I'll stick with it for yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Benny Mack is back. Says offense on track. It was tonight. Yep. Yeah, five hundred. You gotta like that. Mm-hmm. Danny Lahan, want to throw him in here? Who? No scare, period. There. He's deep. <laughs> Referring, I believe, to all the Big Ten teams that went down right, today. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Aaron Von uh, Aschen says Hawks win easily. Aha. Uh-huh. Actually had a couple of those, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. So uh, spread the credit there. Uh, and I think that let's close with this one. Um, Jeff, see if, uh, no, 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 no. 
We'll close with some Wisconsin ones. Uh, Jeffrey the Greek says, purple people eaters. Ooh. Kind of like that. Oh, because they ate the purple people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I see. Right. right. Well, you're a Vikings fan, so right. you yeah. should. But that used to be a positive about the team in purple. It's 90s. That's a negative. <laughs> no <laughs> wonder you done got eaten. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're confused. Yeah. Um, and then actually I had a ton of these, so I'll just read one of them. Uh Give credit to Matt on this one at Let's Go Hawks 12. Bring on Wisconsin. Yes, and uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, they, they are going to play that game. Yes, still at, still at 730. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no game day. No, yeah, I think it's lost a little bit of its shine nationally, but uh, it still is the big It's the Big Ten West title game, I think, really. Just look at who else is not. I mean, who else in this division well, would worry I mean, now? Minnesota, I, no. I don't think is a worry. Yeah, nope. I mean, Wisconsin is still the best team in the division. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they just, I mean and now they're going to be very motivated. Well, they're yeah. motivated anyway, but I mean, can you – I mean, it's almost worse for Iowa that they're coming off a loss, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I mean – Unless they got exposed and yeah. they just really aren't that good. The thing that – I have mixed feelings on it because yeah. – Well, that's thing. You can argue it either way. Now they definitely look more beatable, no yeah. question. I mean, they're not – Right, because uh, they've been beaten. Uh, and, and they were beaten pretty badly. And I think if you're Iowa, you want to go into this game with some, some confidence – Sure. last year I don't think they were confident up there at all. Didn't look like it. <laughs> Looked scared Except up there. Except for Josh Jackson. Except for Josh Jackson, yes. Um, and they gave it, Wisconsin gave up almost seven yards of carry today that's to BYU. What, what I, I watched the first half of that game before I came here, and that was not a flu. I mean, they were they were pounding it. They were gouging them. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, repeatedly. I mean, That's it, what I mean. It almost could have been worse, that final score. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Wisconsin did still have almost 400 yards of offense, and every yeah. time I looked at the TV up here in the breast box, <laughs> Hornybrook looked terrible. Yeah, right. But they still gained almost 400 yards. And the receivers yards, so. aren't anything too special without, you know, the, they got the guy suspended. So. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe they're just a very pedestrian team this year, and I was catching them at exactly the right time. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we, I mean, all the other teams, remember this conversation, it's a, what was it, a Four-way race for second, maybe even five. Yeah. Iowa, Nebraska, Northwestern, Purdue yep. were kind of the yep. flavors of the yep. preseason. Well, Purdue is 0-3. I know. Um, Northwestern now 1-2 and two with a win over Purdue mm-hmm. after they lose at home to Akron. And they do a big lead in that one. And Nebraska has yet to win a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they lost to Troy. So, I mean, they're, when they get their quarterback back, they're going to be better, but still. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's it's there for the taking. Yes, Big Ten West right. is there for the taking. Everything, this has played out perfectly for Iowa so far. And kind of the down. I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of a bummer almost for us, I guess, as journalists. <laughs> like next week, like if Iowa loses, whoever loses that game, if Iowa loses that game, like I just don't see a path to, the t- to a Big Ten West yeah. title from there. They got to make up two games then somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. Because Wisconsin, Wisconsin would have to lose twice. twice. They could, but then Iowa would have to. Win out. Win out, yeah. Which and that's a really gonna, hard to ask. you got to go to Penn State right? Uh, and plus pick off, you know, at Minnesota, at Indiana. You can never have a down game. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Which historically, except for 2015, I guess, but usually there's one in there somewhere, like last mm-hmm. year, Purdue. Um, right. You know, so. No, you're right. That's why I think, um, I don't know, it's silly to talk about must win in week four, but gosh, oh, I just, I really think it, you're right. I think it is. If they want to win the Big Ten West, this is this is the game. I think that Iowa is – I think what I've seen from Iowa is good enough – I think they're good enough that if they win this game next week, I would feel pretty comfortable, barring injuries, mm-hmm. major injuries, 
that they could close the rest of that schedule. I think they're good enough to close the rest of that schedule six and two mm-hmm. with a lot on the line. Yeah. Okay. So I would agree with you. So th- if they can win next week, I think they can. I'd put them at ten and two. Real driver's seat for yep. seven and two, ten and two overall. Yep. And then all you really need from Wisconsin is to lose once more. Yeah. So and that, they play at Michigan. They play at Penn State, yeah. I believe. They've got a tough schedule at Northwestern. So mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, Lights are going off out yeah. here. I, I mean, three and zero. The the game of the year is next week. I've been looking forward to it all year. So hope it's as good as I think it's going to be. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm I'm going to predict the line is going to be Wisconsin minus three and a half. Hmm. Haven't seen that yet. Yep. Uh, the preseason line was ten, ten and, and a half. half. Right. So right. that that tells you how much the perceived gap has closed. Exactly. So oh, <laughs> I could be wrong. It could be ten and a half again. I, I don't think it, it will yeah, be. I can't see it. I mean, so anyway, well, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. We will get this posted as soon as we can. Uh, always appreciate your support. Visit us at hawkcentral.com. If you're listening, um, if you're catching this, uh, wherever you catch your podcast, give us a good good review, five-star review. Always helps. Because uh, we're basically, I mean, honestly, I'm holding Emmer back from last call. <laughs> <laughs> so probably doing me a favor. He's, he's really <laughs> making a sacrifice here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Totally kidding, everyone. Um <laughs> Just having some fun here at 1 in the morning. And yes. uh, we will see you. Uh, we'll talk to you on Wednesday uh, on Hawk Central. And we, oh, LeVar we always Woods. tease our special guest. Yes, LeVar special Woods. Special teams right up my alley. Not much to talk about on special I've teams. I've got 40 tonight. questions for him okay. right now before I even think about it. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, we will wait for those and talk to you later. <laughs>